Well, as I think most of you know, I am new. <laughs> I'm so glad to be here. As I look out at all of your faces, I'm reminded of a story about a pastor on his first Sunday at a new church, much like this one. And after the service, he was standing out back, shaking hands like pastors tend to do. And this little boy comes up to him, and he shakes his hand, and he gives him a quarter. Pastor wasn't sure what the, the quarter was for, but he thanks the, the little boy and, and goes, well, well, thank you. What is this for? The little boy looks up and goes, well, I, I thought you needed it more than I do. <laughs> That's probably true. And the pastor goes, well, why do you think that? And the little boy looks up and says, well, I heard my mommy and daddy talking, and they said you're the poorest preacher we've ever had. <laughs> so I'm hoping and praying I don't get any quarters today. I am indeed glad to be here, uh, and I look forward to uh, getting to know each and every one of you uh, in a, a, a deep and, and meaningful way. Let's pray. Lord, as your scripture is read and proclaimed this day, we ask that by the power of your Holy Spirit, that our hearts, our minds, and our very lives may be transformed by your word. Thank you for your gift of Holy Scripture, we pray. This week I was looking to see what the lectionary scripture passage was for today. In case you don't know, that the lectionary is this listing of scriptures that many pastors use. And the gospel reading for today was Matthew 10, 40 through 42, in which Jesus is talking about welcoming his disciples. And I thought to myself, self? This is going to work, because this is all about welcoming. It's about inviting new people into your church. And what's better, because I'm new. Welcoming people into the church. We talk about that all the time, don't we? Welcoming those who aren't normally here. Welcoming those who... new to us. So what does it mean to be a welcoming church? What does it mean to welcome those who want to know more about Jesus? What does it mean to be a welcoming church? Well, Jesus says that to be a welcoming church, we must be open 
and inviting to others. And remember, he was talking to his 12 disciples and, and other followers that he was getting ready to send out. And he had just told them all of these trials they were going to go through. But then he said, but there will be those who will welcome you. And what that tells me is that as the church, we need to be a refuge and welcome people. Because sometimes in this world, we'll be the only people who will welcome them. So what does it mean to be a welcoming church? Well, I've been in ministry for a few years now. Uh, let's see. Uh, they, uh, this year is 2023, uh, so I've been uh, in, in ministry for 22 years. And, uh, I mean, I started when I was 11, so, <laughs> you know, if you want to do the math. But, uh, you know, and, and in 22 years, I don't think I've ever run across a church that didn't say they were friendly. Every single church, and, and I think you're going to know this is true, you ever go to a church that's not yours? What's the first thing they tell you? We are so friendly. And have you ever found that not to be true? How many of you have ever gone to church on vacation? Have you ever done that? Isn't that kind of awkward going into a church that you don't know? Uh, I, I, I know of a church, uh, this would have been years ago. Uh, I, I was serving this, this itty-bitty little church. Sanctuary held probably about 250, 300 people. Uh, by the time I was there, there was about 20 people. All right, so now imagine this. 20 people in a sanctuary of, that would hold several hundred. And I had uh, uh, someone come to visit me, and sure enough, they happened to sit in the one pew that somebody else sat in. <laughs> I, I am not exaggerating. Five pews in either direction were totally empty. The rest of that pew was empty. It was just this one seat right at the edge where you could lean. And my friend sat there, and the person who came in, do you know what they made them do? I am not kidding you. They made a move. They made the move. It was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Yet, if you ask them, are you friendly? Absolutely, we're friendly. And, and what I found over the years is that a lot of times churches say they're friendly, but that's not really what they mean. What they mean is we're polite, right? And it's true. There's a difference between being friendly and welcoming and being polite, right? Jesus doesn't say be polite. Jesus says be welcome and be friendly to, uh, to allow people in even if that means they may sit in your seat. Now, you may be saying, Pastor Rick, that's easy for you to say. You have a reserved seat. That's true. But Jesus calls us to be more than we often want ourselves to be. To be a welcoming church also means, I think, being open to different types of people. I remember a couple of years ago, I was getting ready for our uh, worship service. And at this particular church, my office was in the basement. I'm not sure what, what that said about their thoughts on me, but and I was in the basement. And 
I was getting my robe on and I was coming up the steps. And as I come up the steps, I hear somebody talking and the words that were being said, uh, how do I say this? Aren't words that you would typically hear on a Sunday morning at church, if you know what I mean. And I stopped and I listened and I thought to myself, I got two choices. One, I can just act like I didn't hear it, go back to my office and wait till whatever's going on is over. Or B, I can do what God wants me to do and walk up those steps and, and see what Pastor Rick can do. And right there, of course, the Lord convicted me because I'd already turned around and started to head back down the steps. And I went upstairs and when I got up there, in this particular church, uh, uh, sort of like what we do here, where we have a, had like a little room off of the sanctuary, and we had uh, it was like a kitchen area and uh, like a cafe deal, and it had chairs and donuts and cookies. I, I, I was kind of hung out there because they had donuts and cookies and stuff. And lo and behold, there was a gentleman there that I had never seen, and two or three of our sweet little old ladies. And he was talking, and he was just dropping words, every other word that I had never heard before, but he seemed friendly. So I walked over. Turned out he had stopped uh, uh, to drop off his recycling. We, we had these big recycling bins at this church out in the parking lot. Uh, they, they used to sit next to our church in the fire department, but the fire chief made him move them because people were blocking the doors to the fire trucks when they were going out on a run to live, uh, offloading their recycling. I kid you not. Uh, so uh, 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 the, uh, the, the uh, city wanted to know if, if we could take those recycling. I said, sure. So uh, they were along the, the back of our parking lot. And this gentleman had stopped to drop off his recycling. And he noticed we were doing something. He didn't know what, what it was, but he decided to stop in and see what we were up to. And I said, well, welcome. And I was just so touched that our sweet little old ladies were just, just being so nice and just ignoring what the guy was saying and just giving him cookies and donuts. And it, and it was so funny. The guy goes, well, pastor, I might start coming here if that's okay. And I go, sure. He goes, well, I got to tell you, though, I don't know if I really believe so much about this Jesus guy. Is that okay? Sure. He goes, but you know what? I have a daughter. And I want someone to teach her right from wrong. And I think you can do it. I said, absolutely. Bring her. And he did. Next week, he shows up. And not only does he show up with this little girl, but he shows up with a dozen cookies and some juice. We hit the jackpot. Sometimes being a welcoming church means being open to people that are different than ourselves because Jesus is reaching out and, 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 and touching lives and, and people that we don't know, that, that, that maybe we don't have never met, but are in desperate need of someone who could come alongside them and help to mentor them in the path of Christ. You know, in our scripture reading today, Jesus says, that those who welcome his disciples and offer them a cool drink of water will be blessed. And when I think about what Jesus is saying, he didn't say, 
those who offer a drink of water will be blessed. He said a, a, a drink of cool water will be blessed. He could have left the cool part out, but he didn't. And I think there was a reason behind that. Cool water, especially during the time of Jesus, was hard to come by. Right? If you wanted to drink water during the time of Jesus, if somebody came to your house, if somebody came to your church and wanted a cool drink of water, that was difficult because uh, that usually involved sending someone to the town well and getting it out of the well. And, and normally the way things worked back then is, is uh, uh, someone from the family, usually a, a child or, or, or maybe uh, 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 a woman, um, a young woman would be sent to the town well and would fill up a jar of water first thing in the morning, would carry that back, and they would sit that in the shade, try to keep that cool as long as possible. But by the time most people came over in the afternoon for dinner, that water would be hot. Cool water was hard to come by. To get somebody a cool drink meant you had to make a special effort to go to the town well and draw some more water out of that well and give it to them. My friends, what Jesus is saying is that as a welcoming community of followers of him, sometimes we have to go an extra step to welcome people. Sometimes we need to go that extra step. I think to be a welcoming church, the most important thing for us is that we need to live lives according to the scriptures and always be trying to grow towards Christ. Because I think people are the most attracted to authenticity. And a lot of the other things we worry about will fall away if people see that you are who you claim to be. A couple of years ago, I was uh, talking to a friend of mine who uh, was serving as a part-time pastor of a little, little church uh, over in uh, Fairfield County. And this little church, uh, at, at least, you know, four or five years ago when this occurred, believe, believe it or not, did not have running water. They hadn't gotten around to it yet. They had been a church for a hundred years and never put in running water into this church. If uh, on Sunday morning, if somebody needed to go to the bathroom, you know, Aunt Millie who lived next door, she just left uh, the back door open and you just wandered next door and used her bathroom. They were thinking about putting a sink in because it would make potlucks a lot easier because they would always have to run next door to Aunt Millie's house to do the dishes after the potluck. And so this pastor was telling me about this, and I thought he was joking. I go, there is not a church in the 21st century that does not have running water in the state of Ohio. He goes, yes, there is. And you know what? He had a new members class that had eight new members, and he had two baptisms. Eight new members and two baptisms in one year at a church that had no running water. The church I was at didn't have eight new members and two baptisms that year, if we're going to be honest. And we had running water and an elevator. 
And I said, how did you do this? How did you get eight people to volunteer to join a church with no running water? And his response is, is because we were sold out dedicated disciples of Jesus Christ. The people came because they knew that the people there were genuine. They weren't perfect. There were things wrong. I mean, heavens, they didn't didn't even have a drinking fountain. But they wanted to grow as Christians, and they were willing to accept others who wanted to do the same. So my friends, as a church, we aren't called to be perfect. We aren't called to have the nicest buildings. We aren't called to to have the uh, uh, fanciest instruments. We aren't called to have the coolest light show in town or the best pastor. But what we are called is to be dedicated. And if we are authentic and genuinely trying our best, people will be attracted and people will want to to come and we can welcome them. And, And that is what we as a church are called to do. My friends, we are called to welcome everybody with a cool cup of water, the water of Christ's love. There is a world out there that is in desperate need of the gospel. Let us share it. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this time in which we can spend together. Help us to be open to all who desperately seek you. Lord, we know we're not perfect, but we're doing the best we can. Lord, guide us as a church, as a faith community. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us here together. Thank you, Lord, for sending Jesus, our Lord and our Savior, 